This is the Catholic Daily Journal for Wednesday, May the 22nd, 2019. It's the feast day of St. Rita of Cassia, born Margarita Lotti in 1381 outside Perugia, which is the biggest city in the Assisi region of Umbria in central Italy. She was a child bride, married before her 12th birthday. Her husband, Paolo, was a short-tempered, hard-living man who heaped verbal and physical abuse upon his young wife. She gave birth to her first child before her 13th birthday. Despite the uh, less-than-ideal circumstances, she lived with her husband for 18 years until his death by murder. When her two sons declared a blood vendetta against their father's killer, Rita begged them not to lose their souls over it. She prayed that if they couldn't be convinced that the Lord would stop their sin, even if that meant taking their lives. Both of the boys died of dysentery within the year. Years earlier, before her marriage, she had wanted to go to the convent, and now that she was free to do so, she became an Augustinian sister at the age of 36. Because of her own life, and because of long traditions of successful prayers, St. Rita has become the patroness of impossible causes. More precisely, she's the patroness of hard-headed people getting their act together. And so, uh, St. Rita, pray for us. Well, today in 1849, a patent for an invention which would lift a boat or a skiff over an obstruction in a river was issued to a young man named Abraham Lincoln. He was 40 years old, and the idea had come to him when he was in a boat on a river and got caught on an obstruction. He reckoned that a rig with an air bladder would do the job. And he never really made any money from it, but the patent was and is the only patent ever registered to a U.S. president. Fifty-seven years later to the day, in 1906, another patent was issued by the U.S., this time to two brothers who invented a, quote, flying machine. The brothers, of course, were Orville and Wilbur Wright of Dayton, Ohio. They were also known as Will and Orv. And their flying machine was by no means original. Thousands of models had been tested, and the very basic physics of flight was known and understood. But the weight of available materials and the relative power of engines at the time made powered flight a balancing act that took lots and lots of experimentation. In 1903, the brothers found the right mix and managed a famous flight near Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. The Wright Flyer Mark III came the following year. And by the end of the year 1905, they were ready to apply for the patent. Wilbur took up the commercial side of their new invention, but he died young at the age of 45 in May of 1912. Orville took over and ran the company until his death in the late 40s at the age of 76. And today in 2017, another presidential first, U.S. President Donald Trump visited the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem and became the first sitting U.S. president to visit the Western Wall. The Western Wall, a.k.a. the Wailing Wall, is the only edifice of the Temple of Solomon which remains. Now, technically it was not part of the original, original Temple of Solomon, which was destroyed by the Babylonians. Rather, it was part of the Herodian Restoration and Expansion, which followed the Maccabean Revolt just prior to the time of Jesus. More about that in the first and second book of Maccabees in your Catholic Bible. 
Herod the Great had commissioned an expansion of the temple, almost all of which was destroyed in 70 AD. Now the place has ancillary devotion for Islam, and so it has become a place of devotion for Jews, Christians, and Muslims alike. In a city that is deeply torn by religious separation and segregation, the Wailing Wall is a place of unity and, remarkably, a place of peace. The Catholic Daily Journal is supported by listeners like you. For more information, visit catholicunderground.com. And until next time, be on the lookout for the Lord at work in your life.